During my working career, there's one thing that I've realized, and that is that everything that I will do there will one day pass away and be forgotten forever. It will become us as the dust of the earth and remembered by no one. You see, everything that we put our hand to, when we toil day and night in, will one day pass away. You see, I, I worked in, on websites and apps in IT. And what I found was, is whatever I created in the digital world will one day come to nothing. Whether it is a, a new app for a phone or a new website or whatever it is, in 10 or 20 or 50 or 100 or 400 years, it will be nothing. It will be completely forgotten and it won't save a soul. You see, it is important to know that, yes, we ought to work so that we can bring, have the fruit of our labor so we can care for our family, etc. It is the duty of all men to take care of themselves and their families that God has entrusted to them. But it is at the same time important to understand that all those things are in vain. All the working and the toil that we do, whether you cut trees or whether you're a policeman or whether you're a fireman, it only buys another minute. It only puts food on the table for a moment. It only does something temporary. Nothing that you will do is eternal. But there is one thing that is eternal. You see, you fell on this earth and you've got about, you know, 70 years or however many years to live. And in that little time that you have, you can work and toil the rest of your life and leave a legacy of nothing. Because even at your grave, while may, people may show up in a hundred years, no one will remember you. Do you remember anyone from 200 years ago in your family? 300 years ago? Oftentimes, even those who've passed away a hundred years ago, we won't know about them except for maybe a name and our children will most certainly forget about them. Our legacies will be the same, but there is something you can do. There is something that your life can do on the line of eternity. And you see, as a young boy, I started thinking about life. I was about 12 years old and I just thought of how my life is a vapor. My life is so short. And what ought I to do with it? You see, there is, you can chase a career till the day you die, have riches and, and a big house, a nice car and everything else. All things that will just pass away and mean absolutely nothing at the end of the day. Or you can go and you can actually impact the eternity of different people. You see, God has given us a privilege of being ambassadors of his kingdom where you can say, Father, I decide instead of living for myself and my own kingdom and everything here, I decide to place my life in your hands. I decide to live in your by your breath day to, in my day to day. And you see, that doesn't necessarily mean to quit a job or to quit whatever, but it, it does mean that there is a shift of focus. It means that I'm no longer going to be all about my career, all about my family, all about all these things, the American dream. No, 
I'm going to be all about the kingdom of God and whatever that entails, whatever God places on my plate to do for his kingdom. You see, because this is the difference. Everything you do for this world will mean nothing. Everything you do for God will mean everything. Everything you do for this world is temporary and everything you do for God is eternal. You see, everything you do for God is forever. It has an eternal impact on that timeline that can change the lives of souls, of people in their eternity and the life thereafter. Because see, this life is but a test. This life is but a great exam. It is but a assessment of what we love more. It is whether we love this world and the things of this world and a temporary satisfaction and the kingdom of darkness that comes with that more than the kingdom of light that may not always please our flesh in this while in this time here. But we have our eyes on an eternal priority. You see, I want to encourage you today that we need to make make sure that our eyes are on eternity. We need to make sure that our job is nothing but the food on the table. You see, that's what God made it to be, to work and toil to put food on the table. But he did not make it to be our life. You see, we are way more than simple uh, carpenters or or a true people, someone who cuts down a tree or someone who develops websites or someone who, you know, is a freelancer or whatever you, your job is, a teacher. We are way more than that. That is not who we are. It's not our identity, it's something we do, but it's not who we are. God made us to be soul winners. You see, Yeshua, Jesus himself was a carpenter, but that was not his identity. He was a son of God. And from that fled the kingdom of God out of his belly for everyone to drink. Is that happening with you? Yes, you go to work to put food on the table, but is the water of God flying through you to touch those in your workplace? You see, are you going out on weekends and proclaiming the gospel in the streets and feeding the poor? Are you going to fellowship to pray and encourage others? Are you going to make an eternal impact with your life? Your life is temporary, but it has the ability to make an eternal impact because one day we will all stand before God and our works will be in his hands and it will be lit with fire. And only that which withstands the burning flames of God will be good. Only the gold will survive and only and that is only the things that were for his kingdom and from a pure heart. In Ecclesiastes, we read all about this, where he writes in Ecclesiastes 2 verse 4, I made great works. I built houses and planted vineyards for myself. I made myself gardens and parks and planted in them all kinds of fruit trees. I made myself pools from which to water the forest of growing trees. I bought male and female slaves and had slaves who were born in my house and had great possessions of herd and flocks, more than any who had been before me in Jerusalem. I also gathered for myself silver and gold and treasure of kings and provinces. I got singers, both men and women, and many concubines, the delight of the sons of man. So I became great and surpassed all who were before me in Jerusalem. Also, my wisdom remained with me. 
And whatever my eyes desire, I did not keep from them. I kept my heart from no pleasure. For my heart found pleasure in all my toil. And this was my reward for all my toil. Then I considered all that my hands had done and the toil I had expended in doing it. And behold, all was vanity and striving after wind. And there was nothing to be gained under the sun. There is no remembrance of former things, nor will be there any remembrance of things that are to come by those who will come thereafter. So yes, we may find pleasure in our work and our toil. It is okay to go on a holiday or a vacation or to, to have dinner at a nice restaurant. It is all right to take pleasure in our toil. But if we think that if we have our eyes on the things of this world and we are only pleased by that and that is our goal, we will be severely disappointed on our deathbeds when we weren't fully sold out for God. You see, I am a young man and today I stand here and I say, I thank God that he has revealed to me what my life ought to be and see he can do the same for you if you just put your heart in his hands so he can direct your steps you see there is two ways that I present to you today the way of finding pleasure and building your kingdom and that's it or the way of God and building his kingdom and see there's one that's way more rewarding than the other and don't let the world fool you to say that their way is more rewarding because it will be way more rewarding to stand before the King of Kings, Lord of Lords, Yeshua the Messiah and his father one day and to hear well done, good and faithful servant. Instead of bowing down before Satan and being offered the world, you said no and you run after my kingdom with your, the cross on your back. God calls you to that today.